0: to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. This is episode number four. I'm your host, Master Wife.
1: And I'm Master Joe.
0: And today we have a very special topic, but we would first like to say happy Memorial Day. Yes,
1: happy Memorial Day.
0: We would like to recognize all the soldiers that fought for us, fought for this country so that we could have the freedoms we have today. And we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes, for, f- for America for america now on to our first segment the major heart piece of the week
1: oh yeah am i gonna start again yes man it's like four weeks in a row i've started (laughs) i think uh i think you're you're picking favorites right now all right cool so i've actually have a very special to me near and dear to my heart heart piece of the week this actually came from a live stream that i did on my twitch channel on friday i believe it was um last week and it was incredible i was just chilling out i was playing oh no no it was thursday it was thursday not friday Mm -hmm. i was chilling out at home playing awesome knots but some of my buds were going to get on play awesome knots on steam and uh i like that game it's super fun kind of 2d side scrolling moba if you haven't played it before uh give it you know give look it up and give it a try It's, it's a lot of fun uh but we're playing and one of my friends uh who was watching the stream one of the viewers wanted to play with us um And it was just me at the time, so we got on, and we're playing. It's a 3v3-style game, so it was me and him and then a random solo solo queuer on our team versus another team of three guys. And we're playing, and I mean, honestly, we're getting stomped. (laughs) Like, we are getting pummeled. We are getting completely destroyed. Um, I'm having a bad game. He's having a bad game. We're playing super, super difficult people, and, you know, it's just going awful. But then one of our teammates... Decided that he wanted to, you know, just start bashing the one guy, that, you know, my my viewer friend, because he had died a lot. He was playing a character that normally he gets a lot of kills, and you know he was having a bad day. But he just starts ragging on him, like, "Oh God, you're feeding so much, you're bad," you know, da da da. My team, my team sucks, da da da. And this happens a lot when you're playing these team style, mm-hmm. you know, uh, MOBA style games, even first person shooters, or whatever. People just kind of just rag on you if you if you don't perform to their standards, right? And normally, the other team also, you know, gets in on the action. They start taunting you and doing all this stuff. But long story short, the other team starts reprimanding this guy. And they're like, dude, just help him. Like, stop talking about him. Stop being mean. Stop being bad and disrespectful and all that stuff. And I'm also saying the same things to him. And then we get to the end of the game. I actually have a clip of this. It's a highlight. So you can can check it out. I'll put it in the notes for this podcast. Uh, But we're talking to him. And at the end of the day, this dude apologizes for being rude. And then comes back and says that next time I will try to be more helpful and not destructive.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I was That's like, awesome. oh my gosh, what? Did we get someone to apologize on the internet and yeah. I got it on tape? <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah, that so,
0: was really big of him to like turn it around and apologize. And, yeah,
1: yeah. So that was my major heart piece of the week. Absolutely fantastic. So thank you uh, to that player for
0: doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Well... My major heart piece this week was when uh, we celebrated Master Joe's birthday, not this past weekend, but the weekend prior. And it was really awesome. We went to New York and uh, explored all the things that make New York great. And so that was really awesome. But when we were coming back to North Carolina, our airplane had got canceled. And that was very unfortunate because the next day I had to be back at work because there were some things to be done. So, yeah. I, was, so I called my boss and they were just very, like, very nice and very understanding. And they actually took care of everything that I needed to get done. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, coming back late because of a canceled flight. So that was really awesome. So that was, like, my major heart piece of the week.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that, because I was so sad that you had to go to work. Cause
0: yeah, I had to go to work as soon as I got off the plane.
1: Yeah, you took, like, a <laughs> one-hour nap and then went straight to work for, like, yeah. the rest of the day. That day was rough. Yeah. It was but- rough. At least we got through it, though, so so that's nice. That's all good.
0: Yep. So in our past couple of episodes, we've been talking about meeting new people and making and maintaining new relationships. For today's episode, we have a very special guest from the retro gaming community who has done just that, going above and beyond to unite gamers all over the world.
1: Absolutely. And this is actually our very first guest here on yes. the Heartpiece Podcast, so they hold that honor as well. We're super excited to introduce them to you now. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and lemmings, rather, I introduce the gamiest of gamers, Retro Joe. How's it going, man? Yo, how's it going? Super good, super good. Very excited to have you on. Yes, this exciting. is super huge. We're, we're big fans. Very, very excited. <laughs> big fans, myself. Mm-hmm. So, Cynthia, uh, why don't you tell them a little bit more Yo, about this? Yeah,
0: for the listeners at home who may not know who this gentleman is, Retro Joe is widely known on Twitter for moding the hashtag Gamers Unite into the retro game community finder it is today. Joe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, what you do for a living, and tell us a little bit about Gamers Unite.
2: Um, well, yes. Uh, well, my name's Joe, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I'm from uh, Manchester, England.
1: Oh, which, Manchester!
2: Yeah, so okay, it's very. I, I
1: have to. I have to interject here because part of my day job is working for Soccer. dot com. Oh, so we get a lot. Of, are you a Manchester United fan or Man City?
2: I'm a red. You're? Oh, yes,
1: yes, Man United. <laughs> okay, I had to get that out of the way. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I go to a lot of games. I actually, got a, my dad's got a season ticket at Old Trafford, so oh. I'm, I'm very blessed.
3: Nice. Yeah, not bad.
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm from Manchester, the the rainy city, as we call it, over here, because it <laughs> rains all the time. But like any, any little hint of, you know, sunshine, people are walking around the streets with the tops off, oh. like, <laughs> like 10 degrees. Oh. <laughs> and um, so as my day job, i an accountant, so it's very boring. Um, another reason why I'm on Twitter a lot because there is no one else in the office but me, so oh, I go. do a lot of stuff from the office from work. And well, Game is Unite more or less come around as uh, when I started Twitter, and I couldn't find any place to get my content out there. Like I would try and you know share it with people and basically spam them and. Nothing, you know, people would say to me, oh, what are you doing? Stop spamming. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So I sort of wanted to make something where the little-known gamers who want content shared can be heard because the thing is what got on my nerves a lot was, I'm not going to say any names, but I think you can probably tell who I'm talking about. (laughs) Some YouTubers, they could basically just play any game and just scream on the track and you know uh, scream on the video yeah. and not nothing informative just them being idiots and they will get a million views and it's like there's actually people here who are fans of the games and they're dedicated to making these videos you up all night rendering and stuff yes. and mm-hmm. they're not even getting any views and this guy or this person can just go on and just go blah 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 blah, blah <laughs> and get a million views <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: it's it's definitely something incredible. I know I I share the sentiment in spirit anyway with with YouTube and even Twitch too. Sometimes we will really just have people that are, I don't know, yeah. you know. Then to their credit, they've got stuff going on for them. But there's so many people. It's kind of like even the music industry of what you hear on the radio, and then you may hear some underground stuff that's just super super good. But you know, no yeah. one ever hears it because yeah. you know one reason or another. <laughs>
2: it's like another thing as well that like you mentioned twitch like um someone who is like quite famous out of nowhere just made a twitch account and all of a sudden they have thousands of you know people watching yeah. it it's like just just step into that from something else and it's so easy for them to do that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. it's the same same thing in it it's like Just leave our stuff alone.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. in a way. That's
1: not bad. So then, you know, coming from that and, you know, kind of building the hashtag uh, and and turning it into what it is. So you were using the Twitter to kind of help spread your content and and get that around. Yeah. We'll get into some more of that coming into part two here. Uh, but first, let's ask a, a pretty general question.
0: Some fun questions. Yeah,
1: me, I know so, you're Retro Joe, right? Obviously, you are just the king of retro games on Twitter. You, <laughs> I mean, you probably have tons of consoles. How many, or what retro consoles do you have?
2: Um, do, if I named them all, I don't know how long it would take. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, well, let me rephrase. What is your favorite console for the amount of games, the types of games you can play on it? and then follow yep. that up with what is your absolute all-time favorite retro game
2: okay um you see for the consoles i have two favorites um one being because the one i grew up with was the SNES like oh, playing yes. playing Mario Kart with my dad and my oh, brothers God. and like that's, it, awesome. that's what i loved about the old consoles because it wasn't this online thing it was an actual social activity because you actually Playing with someone, not just in your room on your own. Playing with them, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah! Because my dad was the absolute bomb at Mario Kart, (laughs) so it was him who basically played the games, and I used to just watch. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed watching my brothers play and playing, and then. As obviously, like the grew growing up and everything, my brothers sort of lost interest. And the thing is, because we were three of us, me and my two brothers, we used to get a game every birthday and every Christmas, one each. Oh. So if you, if you work it out, that's between us, that's six games a year. Oh. So we had a lo- well, I still got them. All. I've still got all my uh, box SNES games. So there's that over forty of them. Wow. So. Which is cool because having brothers uh, that lost interest, they sort of fell into my palms and now <laughs> in mine.
1: <laughs> so I take so, it then, are you the youngest
2: of the three? Uh, I'm
1: middle. In the middle? Okay, oh, nice. so I'm also in the same boat. Uh, I'm the youngest, but I have two older brothers. And yeah. our first console was the Super Nintendo. Uh, our nice. grandmother actually got us that. We were, so we we're playing Mario Kart with, with my grand. And, <laughs> uh, you know, staying up late and doing all that stuff. She's a tough as nails lady. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Not bad, man. That's the awesome. power of three. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and the uh, other favorite console, of mine is the PlayStation One. Oh. Just oh, for yes. the just for the inventory of games on that. Like I've got, I've actually got a game in my hand now, uh, Resident Evil. Oh. And, you know, like if you you can just pull three names: Resident Evil, 2, Final Fantasy Seven, Metal Gear Solid. Damn. Can you can you get? Any better.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much done with that. You just, that's mm-hmm. not even counting Craft Bandicoot.
2: Exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The PlayStation, there's so many games, you can just pull them out of thin air. Like Theme Hospital, mm-hmm. you know. Ju- like, my room now is full of games and stuff, and the most games I've got for one console is the PlayStation. Mm. And at the time as well, what I liked about the PlayStation, when. The new consoles come out, they, they were dirt cheap, them games. Right? Oh, yeah. Pick up Die Hard Trilogy for like 50 pence, wow. which is like, what's that, 25 cents, 30 cents? I don't <laughs> know. Wow. <What? laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's insane.
1: <laughs>
3: Holy crap. But
2: now you can see them for about 5 pounds, 10 pounds, you know. But like, for example, Metal Gear Solid, you see that go for around 20 pounds. So, mm, Yeah.
1: That's crazy, man. I know for me, it was, it was Twisted Metal. Like that was the only game, oh, yes, that and, and yes, Crash Bandicoot. That was the only games on PlayStation that I ever wanted to play. Twisted yeah. Metal and um, Twisted Metal 2 coming in later. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, Master Joe is not really into scary games, but I always yeah, love a wuss. I love Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame. <laughs> Fatal Frame was awesome too.
1: They're supposed to be bringing a new Fatal Frame to the Wii U. Uh, yeah. we'll maybe later this know. year? I don't know, we'll see. Um That'd be cool. Me, I mean, I never had uh, a NES, so that's, that's actually pretty cool for me hearing that your favorite system is the Super Nintendo. Um, yeah. That's got to be my favorite as well. They had just so many amazing games. They did the 16-bit, and the music was fantastic. Everything was just incredible.
2: <laughs> it just I, I love it. It's honestly my favorite console ever, that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just for nostalgia.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, talking about retro gaming, let's also talk about retro music. Like, what retro music would describe your day-to-day?
2: Oh. When you wake up
0: in the morning, or Like, if you <laughs> you're could having play a retro rough music. day at work.
2: <laughs> like, um, are we talking, like, real music, not pixel music?
1: Uh, no, I'd probably say pixel music. Like, like for example, if I woke up, it, I'm awful in the morning. So, for me, waking up... It would probably be, like, castle theme from Super Mario <laughs> World. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at work would definitely be, like, the Ridley boss fight because work is insane uh, yeah. from Super Metroid. And then coming home, maybe, like, in credits theme from Super Mario World because I'm finally happy. The commute's easy on the way home.
2: <laughs> Not bad. Well, well um, see, I love the music on the SNES. The SNES, I think, has got the best sound, sounding console out there, I think, in my opinion. Um, but I think, I don't know, it's a strange one. I think definitely uh, if it was at work, it would be Mystic Quest Battle Theme.
1: Oh, nice. Mystic <laughs> <laughs> Quest, I
2: haven't heard that in yeah. forever. <laughs> <laughs> but the music on that game is just so good. And I always say, I always pick two games out on that console wow, that has got great music. Well, there's three, but I'll mention two now because um, I'll talk about the other one later. Um Super Soccer on the SNES, if you were to listen to that music on that game, it is absolutely brilliant. But because it's a soccer game,
3: uh-huh. it doesn't
2: really get any, you know, it doesn't really get any rep, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. But yeah. the music on that game is absolutely brilliant, and I recommend you just download the music. Yeah. <laughs> Super Soccer. simple. Super
3: okay. Soccer.
1: I've actually never heard of that one. I've heard of a lot of soccer games, but not that one in particular. Mm. Heard of even Mega Man soccer? Have you played that?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I have a little bit, but. Um... That's a funky game, Woodman Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been called Super Formation Soccer over there, if I might be right. It's on the Famicom as well, so. It's a bit strange. There's a few copies of it out there.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get into a segment with you that we actually haven't done on the podcast before. <clears throat> We've been waiting for a special occasion, and it is called Boost or Break. Uh, some of our backers from Kickstarter and listeners uh, kind of know what's about to happen. You guys have heard a little bit of our demo here. But we're going to play our Booster Break game with Retro Joe. And for those of you that don't know what Boost or Break is... Uh, it's a little game we like to play. It's a love it or shove it variant, uh, obviously <laughs> themed after StarCraft. We're going to ask a couple questions based on a few topics, and then if uh, you like what we're saying or you think it's a good idea or you know it's a, a, the good version of you know something you would go for, you would use the boost to get through. And if you don't like it or think it sucks or it's not going to be good, then you would use, use the, the break. break. So first topic of four here, the E3 hype train. E3 hype train. Everyone gets aboard the E3 hype train before E3, and then E3 happens, and then we don't know what we're going to get. So, E3 hype train to the event. Do you use the boost, or do you use the break? Break. (laughs) No faith. No faith at all. (laughs) E3 overhyped. Okay. Why why the break?
2: See, with E3, for me, I do like, you know, all the build-up and stuff, and... It's the same thing again with the youtube personalities it's like why are these guys going for free uh, <laughs> why are they why are they ruining it <laughs> mm-hmm. and when you go and actually watch an event I watch a video I forgot who made it, but um they actually shortened oh what was it what do they do now they like put together um a segment where they just took the same words what they was all saying over and over again like for example PlayStation 4 for the oh, gamers
1: yeah i do remember that
2: and it was literally just going for the next two hours for the gamers for the gamers <laughs> for the gamers for the gamers and yeah
1: I think so it was last year's E3 when they did
2: that. Yeah so it the thing is though with E3 like when you watch it it's it's boring I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, hold my hands up and say, "Yeah, it's fun watching this." The, what I loved about last year's E3 was um, South Park. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they actually, you know, to see Trey and Matt, you know, actually talk about the game and actually show you the game, what you can do on it. Whereas the the other ones, they are dead secretive about it, and it's like just. Tell us.
0: Yeah. yeah, just tell
1: us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything that you're hoping for to see at E3 from anyone in particular? Or anything you're excited about? Uh, I know for me, I'm definitely looking forward to some stuff coming out of Nintendo. Nintendo, of all of them, to me, they they have a good E3 mainly because of their treehouse stuff. At least they they play a lot of stuff, but we'll see.
2: I would love a new Kirby, to be honest.
1: Oh, ah, a new Kirby. Okay.
2: That would be cool. Yeah. And... um just because I've not seen Kirby in why while, I would love to see like them go back to the old um, platformer,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Like with the Game Boy one, the original. I absolutely love that game, and I would love to see that redone. Yeah,
1: that was uh, but, what, Kirby's Adventure, right?
2: Yeah. Kirby's yeah. Dream mm. Oh, yeah. The Adventure was on this NES, wasn't it? I'm like you. I didn't have a NES, so yeah. had... <laughs> However, I had it was sort of like I didn't know what happened before. I actually remember going to my friend's house who had a NES, and he was playing Mario Three, and I was pl- I had you know Super Mario all Stars, huh. and I was like, "What's wrong with the What's wrong with the colours?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> why Why is Mario green? <laughs> I just couldn't understand why because it was eight bit.
1: Not bad. My brother called me on Skype for the first time. <laughs> I don't know what was going forever. on I was <laughs> yeah, like, what in the world is he calling me on Skype? Uh, right during the recording, too. But at any rate, okay, let's get into the next question. We've got E3 down. Now, another thing, speaking of Nintendo and E3, they are reviving the Nintendo World Championship. This, they haven't done this in 25 years. They're bringing it back. Uh, it's a little weird, and it's World Championship, but it seems to be mainly in the States. Do you the, Did you follow any of the World Championship when they did it the first time? <laughs>
2: I sort of, um, I've read up on, on it and I know all about what it was and stuff. Um, but I think I was too young then to actually, you know, know what was going on. Like I said, I never had a NES before. So, well, we call it NES. I think you guys call it NES here. Yeah, 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 we're complimented yeah. <laughs> that. We spell out the whole thing. It's like when we say two of them, we say NESs. NESs? <laughs> doesn't oh. sound right. It's nezies. Nezies. <laughs> Plural.
1: <laughs> well i know this thing it's it's supposed to just be featuring games from uh ultimate nes remix on the 3ds which features a lot of the the nessie games uh do you think booster break on the nintendo world championship it's going to be half as
2: successful as it was the first time um <laughs> i'm gonna say boost because i'm intrigued by it uh, i just uh, want to see how it goes and I want to see how much these copies go for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like the original NES um, cartridges, you see them go for like thousands of pounds now. Wow, and I want, wow. to, I, I want to see if they're the same. That's going to
1: be crazy. The yeah, the challenges are still score-based. Um, yeah. They're going to be playing stuff like Super Mario Bros., Bros. 3, Dr. Mario, and whatnot. Um I wanted to actually participate. It's actually going to be held qualifiers on May thirtieth uh, this Saturday, but they only they're only having it in eight cities across all of the U.S. Oh right. So and like two of them are in California. Yeah. Most of them are West Coast. There's now one in, them are in
3: North Carolina. Yeah,
1: so we got a little screwed there, but we'll California. see what's what. California, yeah, yes, California. <laughs> California. <laughs> 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 all right, so let's see here. Oh. Yes. All right. This is one thing that's been coming up uh, and on our thing. and We're actually getting uh, to the, about the end of our segment, so I'll cut the last question to, to swap for this one. Uh, do you, Are you familiar? Well, of course, the arcade era of gaming in the 80s. Fantastic. Golden Age arcade era. we got Mrs. Pac-Man, Galaga, Dig Dug, all these arcade games coming out uh, from a bunch of different companies. Uh, recently, at least here in the States, and I don't know. you have to let me know if they've got it over there in Manchester. We've been having what's called barcades start to pop up where they're molding Mm -hmm. the concept of the traditional bar and the arcade and putting them together Um, we have three in our area and they've been cropping up literally over the past two years do you think boost or break on the barcade concept would this succeed where the bar failed or the arcade failed
2: I'm going to say boost uh, just because I would love to go for a drink and then smash a one on the Street Fighter (laughs) (laughs) 2 I think it'd be really fun because it's obvious you know if like you're saying, if you look at the game industry now, how far it's come, even the retro game industry, everyone's loving it again, like it's almost like it's had a rebirth, and I think it's worth a try if it fails, it fails, but maybe just a couple cropping up here and there, you don't want like hundreds of them because mm. it sort of you know takes away the um the niche right, but like. We go to this uh, retro gaming event every year called Play Expo, mm. and you can go in there and you can drink, and it's got loads of arcade games. So, and oh, it's wow. f- full of people. It's it's brilliant, and I think it'd be a good idea. That's um, fantastic if done right. See, I don't know if what it will be. I don't know if it will have you know where you can just put the quarters in or the whatever the money in. The ones or, that
1: we have here, yeah, you can actually. Well, there's a couple. I think they actually have tokens now, where you have to go to the bar and you can exchange them. But the exchange rate is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not losing any any money. But yeah. the first one I saw was in San Diego. Uh, Masterwife had a conference out there for science. She's she's in school to you know <laughs> be smart and stuff. And uh, there was a I can't remember what it was called, but we didn't even actually go to it because it was closed. Fancy that. Uh, <laughs> but it was amazing. And then they finally had one here. And, I mean, they had the Turtles in Time game. They have traditional, you know, stuff like Ski ball 2 and Foosball. But they had uh, Hydro Thunder. They had uh, Time Crisis 3. They had Gauntlet, the arcade game. They actually just recently acquired, uh, my friend Mark told me about this, uh, the Mario Kart arcade game that was oh, made wow. in, like, 2008. Mm. But I've never played it. I've seen it. But it sounds incredible. So, yeah, hope for the barcades.
0: Yeah, and they're trying to keep it retro, too. Mm-hmm. That That's all. cool. Which is really awesome.
1: Yeah, I asked them, hey, you guys want to do like a Wii U Smash 4 tournament? They're like, nah, bro, got to keep it retro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, respect, guys, respect.
0: Well, this has been a very fun first half of our show. We'll be back with part two right after this commercial break.
4: Hi. I'm Sarah, a professional back scratcher from the backwater town of Backlandia. Where I come from, there are a lot of backs to be scratched. Hairy backs, sweaty backs, running backs, you name it. As much as I love my job, I like to have my own back scratch from time to time, too. That's why I listen to Heart Peace Podcast. Master Wife and Master Joe are always so fun and interesting to listen to with their positive attitude, helpful advice, and quirky stories. And have you been to HeartPeacePodcast.com? They've got an amazing blog. I love reading the Man Crush Monday and Women Crush Wednesday posts. My favorite is the one about Yoshi. He's just so cute. Folks in Backlandia don't listen as well as these scratchbacks. Luckily, HeartPeacePodcast.com has a contact form and a P.O. box so I can send them email or snail mail anytime. I love being a part of the HeartPeace family. It almost feels as nice as having that itchy spot in the middle of your back scratched. Yeah, almost. HeartPeacePodcast.com.
1: They've got your back. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the Heartpiece Podcast. We've been here talking with Retro Joe about all kinds of things, barcades, E3 hype trains, and, of course, the Super Nintendo, the best uh, retro console out there. Of course, we're, we're a little partial. Uh, Going to get into part two now, uh, talking a little bit more about Gamers Unite. Uh, so, Joe, why don't you tell us, why did you start gamer tonight. What's the what's the
2: origin story here? Um, well, basically I wanted to uh, get myself noticed on uh, Twitter, my channel, and it wasn't working <laughs> not very well because being a noob at Twitter at the time, coming from, you know, I would be a noob at YouTube even because <laughs> <laughs> basically I I I loved watching Let's Plays you know uh, the little known gamers playing the games what I love and uh, I'm I thinking to myself I've got these games so why can't I do this as well right. so I made my YouTube channel and no one was watching it <laughs> so <laughs> I started my Twitter account just to um, plug it basically and it turned out it Twitter isn't just a place where you can go and plug your stuff. It's more of a community. So I wanted to sort of, you know, take my experience and rather than make videos myself, um, actually help other people get their content shared because it is a dog-eat-dog world on Twitter when it comes to content sharing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's very true. I know for me personally, because I've had a YouTube as well, uh, YouTube and a Twitch, and yeah, trying to get noticed is a really hard thing. People always tell you, "Oh, just go share your stuff," you know, in a bunch of different places. Go share it on Reddit or go share it on uh, you know, Twitter. Or, you know, get people to you know, retweet it or something. And yeah. that's like nearly impossible. <laughs> it's it's so hard to do, and it's for various reasons. I mean, you, yeah, you don't want to come across like you're spamming, and then everyone thinks that you're just you know putting something out and that you don't really care about anything but yeah. yourself. So it's, it's really difficult. But So you, you moved to Twitter uh, to try to promote it. Uh, but then what happened after that?
2: Yeah, I basically realized that you, you get ignored a lot on Twitter. Um, especially by, it was mainly by the people, the big gamers on there, and I don't know if that was because, you know, they have so many, you know, feeds or whatever. It just didn't feel nice to be ignored, and when you watch some of these videos on YouTube or watch someone on Twitch um, like I brushed up on it before with um, the big gaming personalities on YouTube they're not really informative like I don't find their videos um, it might be entertaining to some people for a bit of a laugh but these people out there like when I started I was um, rendering videos 8 hours a day you know putting my heart and soul into it and not getting noticed <laughs> so yeah basically we just have wanted to get noticed and <laughs> i'm sure people out there want to get noticed but there wasn't a platform to actually get noticed on <laughs> so <laughs> games you Unite was more or less main in, made in the vein to actually get lesser people noticed
3: hmm.
1: okay well that's that's admirable at least, and that's where the uh, the website comes from as far as all the stuff. We were talking about that in kind of part one. Yeah. So featuring everybody and, and kind of going along that route.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not bad. Okay.
0: So how did you uh, make Gamers Unite successful? Was it by connecting with people? twitch or twitter
1: on the the internet with the things (laughs) mastermind doesn't have twitter or twitch
2: (laughs) (laughs) well it was just basically um just adding people to the website um, was a big help because if you see how many people are actually on that website and people actually saying you know this is great because I've never been on a website before and I can finally get my stuff noticed so with me having like over a hundred people on there and they was you know we I basically said to them I said use the hashtag to get more notice and everyone started using it after that and a lot of the people who ignores me prior started using it then Mm -hmm. as well which was pretty cool because they've got all the followers so when it started getting out to the big gamers, that's when it more or less um spiraled into what it is today.
0: Huh. And did you create this hashtag or was it something that was uh that you found?
2: I was basically it took me a while to find it. I was typing in loads of things. Um Unite was a word I wanted to use. Um but I didn't really want to segregate anyone. So if I just use gamers, which which I am and I'm a gamer, mm-hmm. like I, I consider myself as a retro gamer. If you look at my Twitter handle, I put myself as retro Joe because that's all I was, a retro gamer. Mm-hmm. But if you just use the term gamer, it puts everybody in the same uh, bracket, basically.
1: Mm. You know, that's interesting about the, the, I guess, handles or labels, as you call them. Because mm-hmm. gamers in particular, like, we, there's, there's so many, you know, oh, mm-hmm. hardcore gamer, casual gamer, you know, girl gamer, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. There's all these labels. And, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's a kind of a way that we kind of segment and segregate ourselves in a kind of an unnecessary way. Um, yeah. I actually got into a little bit of a Twitter battle with somebody over, you know, whether or not the term girl gamer should even be used, you know, just because it's... I don't know, like, it may not even be necessary. I thought that, yeah. you know, back in, like, the MLG days, the booth babe days and whatnot, it kind of has a <laughs> stigma attached to it. And yeah. whether or not that's fair is up for argument. But I don't know. Why don't we all just, you know, be gamers? So Gamers Unite yeah. as a hashtag It's just... It's lovely. <laughs> 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 nice. Very, very refreshing to see. So, you know, there, of course, if any great thing, has to be obstacles, uh, what kind of obstacles did you run into along the path uh, with Gamers Unite?
2: Um, Gamers Unite is a bit odd because um, I can't really say I've had any obstacles, to be totally honest. It's just a little niggling things here and there. But, you know, me seeing, you know, people use that hashtag and then... See natural people... You know, if someone would use a hashtag, for example, who's just joined Twitter, and they would say, hey, check out my um, video, Gamers Unite. And then I would see someone... It'd be retweeted so many times because so many people use that hashtag. And then when you actually see someone comment on their videos, on their Twitter even, saying, that was a great video, or, I've subscribed to you, whatever. To me, that's a win. It's like... Hmm seeing people you know actually get noticed is a win for me um, the only really um, downside of it was because I used to retweet everything from that mm-hmm. and it got so popular my basically my twitter feed just turned into a retweet <laughs> <laughs> people would look at my feed and go are you a bot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs>
1: You actually have to make a a, a tweet every once in a while that's not a retweet. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure you're not a bot. What about instances where people may be using Gamers Unite, like, not in the way that you intended? Because it's so huge now, you know? Yeah. I I bet there are people out there that don't even, that use it, that haven't even heard of you before, you know?
2: Yeah. That's it. I've actually seen some celebrities actually use it as well, real celebrities, which is pretty cool. And it's like, it sort of gets me down a little bit it's like oh, i started
1: that <laughs> I be like, yeah yeah uh alec baldwin actually started gamers unite <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you have any like future plans for gamers unite um as far as the community is there a gamers unite meetup in the works
2: that would be cool. Um, <laughs> what is also funny, I think this, someone's actually already done that and called it game United." No way. Which,
1: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> which is a bit... It's. A, I can't really say, oi, <laughs> listen, that's my name. <laughs> I can't do that anymore, like I was saying. Um, it's not really mine to own anymore. Mm. It's um, the communities now, so it's just... I do have, have plans. I wouldn't mind making a Game of Unite t-shirt. Um nice. just, just something, you know, like, I don't like selling out. I don't really like being, you know, like... I've had so many, you know, offers from websites to join them and, you know, do bloggings and stuff, and it's like I don't want to get paid for this because being paid for something what you love to do, it would be awesome, but it's almost like... It turns into a job plan, and it's like, no, I, I play games because I want to have fun not to do it, because you're telling me to do it, if you know right. what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to keep your hobbies, your hobbies, and your job, your job. Yeah. Uh, let me. Well, let's see, I know you You have the website, and you've talked about, um, you know, plans of bringing that back.
2: Yeah, I would love to bring that back, um, but like I was saying, um, keep your hobbies, your hobbies, and your jobs, your job. <laughs> um I can't really, you know, if I lost my job, it's a great job. And there's sometimes you've just got to like step back a little bit and keep gaming and stuff your um, part-time, you know, like with your free time or whatever. Um, I would love to get that website going. I just need, basically, if someone would help me do it, I would do it. Right. <laughs> but doing it on my own is so hard.
1: Yeah, Yeah, the balance of the work life and the game life has got to be one of the toughest things adult gamers have to deal with, because it's like, you know, it's 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 new, we're all getting into our 20s and 30s, some of us are getting married and having kids. How do you balance your day job with your gaming?
2: Um, You see, I sort of set up my uh, Twitch account for that reason, <laughs> because <laughs> if I'm scheduled to do it, I've got to do it, and I love doing it, so that is pretty cool to actually have a schedule and switch because I'm playing the games that I want to choose. You know what I want to play. There's no one on that our website saying, well, you're playing this this week. It's like, no, this is the game I'm playing this week. And I always complete the game as well when I twitch, which is cool because having so many games, I think you may know if you've got so many games, you could pick up a game and play it for 20 minutes and go, I'm going to play for else now. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm actually on the, the Twitch site right now. And, yeah, you're on there. Uh, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, so, yeah, just an hour and a half. Pretty modest. But then there's a ton of, a ton of different systems on here. You've mm-hmm. got, let's see, the Xbox original, the big fatty mm-hmm. controller, uh, <laughs> the Game Stick, Atari 2600, 2600A. The Amiga Five Hundred Plus, which I've heard of but I've never seen in person ever. Uh, And then there's this HDMI Game Boy. What the heck is that? Basically, (laughs) where can I get one?
2: (laughs) I I think if you can actually get hold of one, um, I don't know how much you're charging, but I think there's only going to be like two hundred and fifty of these made. Um, Whoa! Limited run. Yeah, (laughs) it's basically an original Game Boy. That's got a HDMI port in it, and you can play it straight to your TV. Whoa. Upscale to 1080p. Whoa. Which is very cool. It is It's awesome. It's definitely worth a look at. Even just watching the uh, video on YouTube to test from what I actually played, because the video on YouTube is me doing it, oh, which oh, is what? cool.
1: Oh, yeah. You're going to have to give us a link to that, so we can put that in the podcast notes. That's, yeah. That is Awesome. <laughs> So you've actually been hands-on with this thing.
2: Yeah, it got sent it us over from uh, Holland. He uh, was like, look after my baby, please. Uh, <laughs> don't break it. Because <laughs> that was a prototype, and we actually, when we went to EGX Rest, like, EGX is sort of our version of um, E3 in England. I can hear an ice cream man outside. <laughs> um... We basically hijacked a room and plugged it in. Well, someone did a lecture, and the guy left the room, and we actually stole his TV and played it. And there was a lot of, <laughs> gathered a lot of interest there. We li- literally hijacked a full room, which is <laughs> <was> pretty cool.
1: <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a good time. It's a good story yeah. to tell. Yeah, remember that time we hijacked that room and played Game Boy on the TV? <laughs> yeah, it <that> was wild. <laughs> That's I mean, shoot, playing Game Boy on the TV. <laughs> Kids, I mean, kids today are probably going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, sure, why wouldn't you be able to do that? But I remember playing Game Boy on, like, road trips at nighttime in the car mm-hmm. where you could mm. only play whenever you passed a streetlight because <laughs> <you, laughs> there was no backlight. You couldn't see. <laughs> Get a, I got a massive headache. I was playing a Game Boy from, I don't know, some, some trip, but I was playing a wrestling game, and oh, I got the biggest headache. It was, it was the worst.
2: What is cool about this HMI boy because we had the... Um... The prototype, but the finished article is going to have um, a slot in the bottom of it where you can actually plug in a NES controller, what? so it be a standalone console. If you know what I'm saying. Oh my wow. goodness! Holy crap!
0: Kind of like the Wii U pad, right? Gamepad. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Where you
1: can like stick it into the
0: bottom yeah, of the. Yeah, but this uh, is like the Game Boy, like.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's super classic Game Boy, and then a NES controller on a TV. That's <laughs> see now you can play that Kirby game.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't wait Be all good <laughs> and stream I'm actually and everything. looking at Kirby right now oh, See,
1: see, see, you just can't stay away, Cannot stay <laughs>
0: away. <laughs> So in one of your blog posts You said that in order to get noticed in the community Take notice in the community Which is an awesome mindset to have What words of wisdom can you give for our listeners at home If they really want to make an impact in the gaming community?
2: Well, if you want like I was saying, if you want to take notice, if you want to get noticed, take notice. And what that basically means is um, just don't put your video out there and expect people to see it for no reason. You Actually, if you start watching other people's videos and comment on their videos, they might think, oh, this guy's look at the time out to look at my stuff. So I'm going to take the time out to look at his stuff. And if it's good, you share theirs, he shares yours. It's all good. Mm. And just be a nice, nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Just be nice.
1: Yeah, being nice is definitely something that's kind of lacking in the community, I feel like. I think even like in the YouTube world, <clears throat> like the content producing world, because it's, it's really crazy. Everyone's making content. Like you said, it's kind of a dog-eat-dog dog world. Mm-hmm. And everyone's, in a way, competing with each other. Uh, yeah but it's in a shared space of things that we like. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know, it's not like I don't know, Nike versus Adidas where they literally are trying to, you know, compete with each other to sell different products. It's like we're all talking about Super Mario and we're yeah. all playing Super Mario, you know? So there should be a little bit more camaraderie than there actually is, don't you think?
2: Yes. <laughs> Like the way i play my games so if you've seen any youtube videos i play them weird <laughs> i play them the way i want to play them <laughs> if you were to, if you were to make a video so for example if you're just playing super mario and you're just playing it the average way you, can, you know what just be you know be expressive when you're actually making a video <laughs>
1: right yeah yeah you have to be entertaining to watch i feel like right Yeah, because I don't know. When you, of course, when you first said that you play it weird, I was kind of imagining like, okay, what does that mean? Like, does he play? (laughs) Does he play it upside down? Like, does he
0: play it backwards? Or blindfolded?
1: Oh yeah, we have a friend who can. I kid you not, play Super Mario Bros. the original NES game blindfolded every level. He's just like memorized the timing and the jumps and everything because that's. The only game he had as a kid, so he spent a lot of time with it, and he can actually play it blindfolded. I've seen him do a couple of levels, and it's mind-boggling that game That's gives cool. me so much trouble. Oh, the, the Hammer Bro. Oh, That Hammer Bro at the end is the final boss. <laughs> it took me forever to beat that game, just because of that. I, I beat it recently on the Virtual Console version of it on the Wii, I think, and it took forever. Even with the warps, it's just that hammer bro got me every time.
0: <laughs> so how do you feel about uh, like the new technologies, like as Xbox and PlayStation, allowing everyone to just um, get on the Twitch and be able to stream right from their homes? Like, It's so easy oh, yeah. nowadays. Just push a button
2: now, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of issues I have with it. Um, there's a lot of politics I also have with that as well. When it regards to... Um, children being able to twitch and like i had a big argument with twitch uh well not an argument i sort of did like a campaign it's like for example if you go onto a channel and it says this content is for mature people oh, yeah. and you click on it and it's a 12 year old kid playing it <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like, like it, uh, what
1: are we doing here
2: it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of like I would love it to see Twitch put something in place where it was basically to protect the children <laughs> because yes. I would if I had a child and I he was for example because like I said um, old school way of twitching through your PC your layouts everything else it actually takes a lot of effort yeah and for someone now just to press play. It sort of takes away that um, that feeling of you know accomplishment of actually getting online.
3: Yeah,
2: and like if if I had a child and I found out he was twitching, where anyone can watch him in his bedroom and <laughs> him or him or her even because like, there's a lot of influence like I, you know like um, they basically I don't think children are protected on Twitch. Because of the fact that anyone can watch them, anyone can tell them to do things. Yeah. Anyone can, you know, just manipulate them basically. Did so, you hear?
1: There was a case of a, a kid who was streaming Destiny, and mm-hmm. uh, some hacker, or somebody in his chat, like got in and somehow deleted. Or no, it was that he was saying, okay, this, this person because they're playing on PlayStation, and you know they had that PS Share thing where you can share your game, and other people can basically play your game. So he got the kid to, you know, let him share the game so he could help him with a quote unquote difficult part or secret thing or whatever. And so the kid, you know, gives him control. And then he went in and just deleted everything this kid had, like just all of his files, his saves, his accounts, deleted everything from the game. And and the kid's watching, just not able to do anything. Um, And, you know, just deletes everything. And the kid's mom actually ran a campaign against this guy. And I mean they went to Bungie and tried to get some help, but it would be against Bungie policy for them to go in and, you know, really do anything to help in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sucks, but, yeah, that's one of the dangers that you kind of have nowadays.
2: Yeah. It's also like, for example, if someone is playing the game and you can get donations now, like I had a little, I will not say spat, but someone who was on our uh, Twitch stream, um deleted, (laughs) I was, I'm playing Metal Gear Solid, and I was right at the end, the very end, when they burst out the wall, it's a cutscene, and I I finally finished the game, he deleted our Twitch account, (laughs) because he (laughs) had a little, you know, argument with one of our mods, but I sort of, you know, being angry, uh, I sort of started, you know, like, looking at his channel and stuff like that, and it turned out he was, I think he's like 15, but he was... He was doing things like um, donate me ten dollars and I will pull you know pull my pants down and stuff like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> and, what in the world?
2: Isn't that you know that isn't that sexual uh, exploitation <laughs> of a child online? A little mm-hmm. yeah, bit,
1: yeah. yeah. and that's going to run into quite a few things. We're going to have an episode even a little bit later that's going to get into a little bit about uh, like new age parenting. Like how you mm-hmm. were saying growing up, your dad was the gamer, you know, and you guys would watch him play Super Mario Kart and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and that experience varies for everybody. I know my dad was not a gamer. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had consoles because of his mom and my, my grandma. Uh, but yeah. they originally didn't really want us to play video games too much. But now, you know, we're adults and we're getting into the phase now. Where we're getting married and having kids and, you know, building relationships and stuff like that. Like, how are we going to raise our kids in yeah, the digital era? Uh, yeah. Even outside of Twitch, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, Twitter, all these you know social media outlets now. It's like, how do you raise your kids in you know as a gamer in the modern era? It's kind of kind of different now. So yeah, that's a super interesting point. Um, holy crap! But
0: that's why we're spreading positivity in the gaming community. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you, you got to start Dude, now. You got to start early. Game. You got to you got to put it out everywhere. Uh, the yeah. more positivity, the better. I mean, and you know, you brought it up before. I hate bringing it up, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the whole gamers gate thing. Just injected so much negativity into a, you know, already not very positive gaming community. And yeah. I feel like things like this, uh, things like, you know, Heartbeat's podcast, Gamers Unite, uh, you know, Twitch, and, you know, doing them the right way. We can really turn that, you know, mantra around and start to, yeah. you know, tell people, hey, you know, games are meant to be fun. They're meant to be shared experiences. They're meant to connect people. You're meant to build relationships around them. Uh I mean, just off of the top of your head, how many friends do you think you've made from gaming?
2: The hundreds. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, literally. And, you know, mm-hmm. same for me, same for Master Wife. It's a positive, you know, outlet and it should be reserved and treated as such. So that's, it's definitely something that's worth fighting for, uh, that's, that's worth kind of preserving and, and, you know, educating people about. So I definitely, definitely appreciate your efforts in, with Gamers Unite and, you know, all the things you've got going on there, uh, you've really built something that's become a lot bigger than you in a way. You know, people yeah. are kind of taking it and just running and, and doing their own thing with it now.
2: Yeah. So like I was saying, I can't claim it as my own anymore. And I I wouldn't claim it as my own. I sort of acknowledge every now and again oh, I help get it going. Um, but I would never claim it is my own. Because it is, like you are saying, it's a community now. Um, people can use it to share their um, gaming content. And it's like the name as well. <clears throat> Gamers Unite is everyone. It's If you're a gamer, if you play games, you can be, in this hashtag, you could be black, white, <laughs> transvestite, uh, male, female. And if you you gamer, basically, like, that's it. That's you are you are defined because you play a game not by your sexual orientation or by the color of your skin there
1: you go
0: that's awesome bringing everybody together yeah man if
1: you if you listeners out there have been kind of looking for a a home base of sorts gamers unite on twitter if you have twitter if you're in social media gamers unite man yeah you can look Mm. up retro joe and uh, find the twitch and everything we got one more point here we want to end out on
0: yeah (laughs) and we've been talking about you know the gamers out there today, but mm-hmm. there's a new movie coming out. Oh
1: God, yes, there is.
0: Pixels. <laughs> Do you think you use the boost or the break for that? Movie?
1: <laughs> You're gonna boost or break them?
2: <laughs> Booster
1: break on pixels. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna boost. <gasps> What? No way!
1: Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, Paul Blart, Mall Cop.
2: (laughs) Is Seth Seth Rogan in it as well? Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's awareness for me, basically showing people the games what I used to play as a kid, and you know, like just to see Donkey Kong on a big screen would be cool. Just to see Pac Man, getting to see people talking about it as well, but. Hmm. Okay.
1: F- <sighs> yeah, I, I can see that. Now, that. now that you've put it that way, where it's more like, it's less about how good or bad the movie will be, and more about, well, at least people will talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like an exposure thing, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good way to put it. Alright, alright, okay. You have single-handedly changed my mind, sir. I will now at least go see the movie and be excited that other people will go see it. You know, in hopes that if they have never participated in these amazing arcade games before, that they will have them on their radar now. For all those barcades we were talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking about Gamers Unite and how you've kind of made an impact in the gaming community. Yeah.
1: Big impact.
2: It's a pleasure speaking to you guys about it because I'm very passionate about it Um Anything gaming, I'm passionate about. But when it comes to sharing other people's content and getting lesser-known people known, I sort of love doing that. I love interacting with people.
1: Absolutely. Like you said, got to be about the community, take notice of the community. So, yes, absolutely, man. You're doing it right.
0: Yep, and spreading positivity. Spread that
1: positivity like like (laughs) jam on toast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our episode today at home. And until next time, heart pieces unite.